Peter Greenberg is our expert when it comes to travel, the host of Eye on Travel. You should check out all of his content on petergreenberg.com. Peter, thank you so much for joining us. We all saw that story yesterday where Delta was offering $4,000 for people to give up a seat on a plane. That seems kind of extreme, doesn't it? Actually, it's not. The It's always been in place. Let's go back to the days, and you remember this because it happened in Chicago, the Dr. David Dow situation when he was dragged off that plane because he didn't want to give up his seat. And uh, that was a huge deal in a multi-million dollar settlement with United Airlines. Well, turns out that there was po- there were policies in place even then that airline gate agents could go up to $10,000 per incident to give you that money to get you to give up your seat. They just didn't want to do it. They were scared of being reprimanded. Oh, I lost him. He'll, he'll call right back in. But yes, the... the Nobody was giving up the seat for a grand, and then nobody was giving up their seat for two grand. And then the flight attendant went up to 3500 and then $4,000 is what somebody walked away with. I don't know if it, that's cash or that's travel credit, but Peter, that just seemed like so much money to me, but you're telling me it happens more often than what we think, right? Oh, yeah. We've seen stories of oh, they were actually giving up to $14,000 for certain people uh, to have them give up their seats in critical situations. Now, this doesn't happen a lot. But know that they have the authorization now. Uh, this especially happens at Delta, to, to, without permission or, or getting seek, you know, additional security approvals to go up to ten thousand dollars in extreme situations. And where in the world is Peter Greenberg today? Today, I just got off a plane from Mississippi. I'm actually in New York City, uh, on the west side of Manhattan. I saw that you were in Lexington, Kentucky. I was reading your article on petergreenberg.com, and I was intrigued because, you know, that's a road trip for us. That's something that we can go visit. And I've been to Lexington and unfortunately didn't see anything cool, but you found some unique stuff. Oh, it's part of our series on PBS. In fact, it airs on WTTW right there in Chicago called Hidden Gems. And we have a lot of hidden gems in Lexington that go beyond uh, bourbon and horse racing. And uh, we've got them. And you'll, if you go online to our website, you'll see them. I was reading an article this week about window seats and the risk of skin cancer for those who fly frequently. And that came to mind when Jimmy Buffett died from a very aggressive skin cancer because, of course, he was a pilot. Is that ever a concern? Do you skip window seats for that reason? Or is there a protective film on that window to protect us? There's no real protective film that's going to help you on that. I always sit in the window seat because I don't want anybody crawling over me. I just tur- I just pull down the shade. But there's a lot of anecdotal evidence over the last 25 years, not for passengers, but for flight crews, both pilots and flight attendants who are exposed to more of the UV rays than, than we would be, especially in the cockpit. And and the unions, both the pilots union and the flight attendants union, are asking for more studies from the, from the doctors to figure out if it's really truly a result of that exposure. Peter Greenberg is with us. I on travel. He's our go-to guy. Everybody's go-to guy when it comes to travel. So, you know, they're threatening us with another government shutdown. And when they did this, I think in 2019, all the national parks closed, or at least you couldn't use the bathrooms. And people found that lines at the TSA were longer. Do you anticipate any of those issues if the government does not get their act together? Well, you can not only anticipate them, you can depend on them because... If there's nobody getting paid, they're not coming to work. Now, essential services, which is not national parks, but it is air traffic control and TSA agents, they will be on duty. Uh, they may not be getting a paycheck. So that in the short term, it'll be okay. If this extends more than two weeks, we've got some real issues. But 
If you want to get a passport renewed or a new passport, you'll have to wait longer because those passport agencies will not be operating. National parks won't be operating. A number of other government agencies not considered you know, absolutely necessary will essentially shut down. But if the government does shut down, um, your flights are still on time. You're still going to be able to travel with somewhat ease. Well, if the government does shut down, don't ever think that your flights are going to be on time because they're not on time now. <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, other than that, no, the, the airports will still be operating. TSA will still be operating. Air traffic control will still be operating. Peter, what about holiday travel? I know people should have booked a while ago, but people are just now thinking about Thanksgiving and Christmas. Is it too late for flights? It's not. You want to book about 54 days out uh, if you want to fly during Christmas. So you still have a few more days before that 54-day period kicks in. But be very careful because uh, if you want, that's if you want to fly on the Friday before Christmas. If you want to fly on, on Christmas Day itself, you have a little more time to play with because uh, there, there's more availability on that. But I think 54 days out. 54 days out. Okay. And about the turbulence, we saw eight people go to the hospital this week because of turbulence. I'm thinking, I, I don't even ever want to get up and use the bathroom anymore. I want to keep that seatbelt on. Is this unusual or does it have to do with climate? What's the issue? It has a lot to do with climate and global warming. In fact, the research just came back studying 50 years of turbulence incidents finding out that last year, 2022, they were up 26% over 50 years ago. And that's particularly over the North Atlantic and over the U.S. in terms of global warming and climate change. So for years and years and years, I know the air safety guys hate me when I say this, but I was always a contrarian when it came to wearing a seatbelt. I didn't want to wear a seatbelt during takeoff and landing simply because those seatbelts are made for when planes took off at 80 miles an hour. They don't take off at 80 miles an hour. Now they take off at about 160 but you can bet that I wear my seatbelt once we're in the air. Yeah, we've had that conversation, and people were like, what? Peter doesn't wear his seatbelt when? Hey, it's all an individual choice. Peter, we just got a text. Is Peter married? How can he travel all the time? I can answer that question. I am the most happily married guy in the world, and my wife travels with me everywhere I go. Oh, my God, what a beautiful life. That's wonderful. Okay, where are you jetting off to after New York City? After New York City, I'm going to be uh, doing my show uh, that you hear on WGN. We'll be broadcasting ahead of time in, uh, in Palmetto Bluff in South Carolina. Then we're coming to Washington, D.C. We're going to be broadcasting from Dulles Airport. And then after that, Madison, Wisconsin. And after that, I'll be in Chicago. What are your Chicago dates? I'll be in Chicago uh, next week, as a matter of fact. I'll be in Chicago on the... Uh, on Monday the 9th, a week from uh, yesterday, or whatever, the, whatever Monday the 9th is, okay. that's what I'm in Chicago. We hope to see you. Thank you so much, Peter. You got it, Lisa. PeterGreenberg.com. Hey, coming up, we're going to speak to Jill Gonzalez, an analyst at Wallet Hub. She's got a list of the best and worst cities for women, for working women. That's on the way after Steve's News next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Chicago's. Here we are, double